Hi, hi everyone. Hope you're very well. Hi, hi Larry. Hello everyone. I'm good. Hope you're well. It's been a minute. Yeah, I know, right? Um, I know we've not been super consistent, but we are definitely um going to be this time. Um, we put the schedule in place to ensure that that happens. Um, so first of all, congrats on your new job, um, Rose. Um, so excited excited about that um, and I feel like for me the amazing part is that it is your first job in web3 um, so do you want to share to everyone how this happened and like the reasons you think that they extended the offer even though you don't have any prior experience in web3 um, thank you thank you very much so uh, this is actually my first official role in web3 and um, it's my second month and it's it's been amazing honestly it has been amazing uh it's just me doing what i love every day in a space that i'm genuinely curious about so it, it's been a great experience so far so uh towards the end of last year i started learning about web3 and crypto seriously and decided that i wanted to make a full transition to web3 by um, the beginning of this year so I followed that up by applying for only web three roles, joining some DAOs and volunteering so I could learn and gain uh, the skills necessary, especially in marketing, which is my niche. Um, so several applications and a lot of interviews later, I finally got the job. Um, but I think what really stood out for me was that during the interviews, I presented myself as someone who um, was teachable, curious, and willing to learn. Um, it also helped that I had a, a few hands-on experience as a volunteer in the Web3 space, and also a lot of um, experience in marketing coming from um, Web2. So yeah, that's my story. What about you, Larry? What are you up to? Uh, yeah, um, I'll talk about that in a bit, but congrats. I mean, that sounds really good. And I hope people picked like whatever you want to learn from that. But yeah, for me, I've mostly been working. Um, so, you know, the, the job I do with um, Stackshift, um, which is a talent company in the Web3 space. Um, we are currently um, recruiting people for the new cohort. So that has been fun. Um, and then we're expanding um, to not just speaking to people in the Web3 space in Nigeria, but also in South Africa and Kenya. Um, that's also like really interesting. I really like speaking to people who are in the space. Um, it's been exciting um, so far. So yeah, that's really what I've been majorly up to, aside from watching interesting series. But we can like talk about that some other time. I'll follow up on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about the news that have been making the rounds in Web3 this week. I know that a lot has happened in the past week, especially in Web3, right? In fact, since we last recorded an episode, so many things that have happened that I don't even know where to start from, but let's just zero in on uh, the previous week. So just yesterday, Elon, the very Elon Musk, announced that um, people could start buying Tesla merch using the cryptocurrency Dogecoin, which is actually coming at an interesting time. Um, it will help further push the adoption of crypto and um, also given the fact that we're in a bear market right now. So let's, let's just hope that that helps. Um, also, Fantiger, which is a music NFT marketplace, recently announced that they raised a $5.5 million um, seed funding. And the goal of that money is to help them enable independent artists to build fan communities on their platform. Um, also last week, Gary V, the entrepreneur, he organized and hosted the first ever NFT ticketed event called the VCon. So to attend the event, participants needed to own a V Friends NFT, which is a collection of hand-drawn images by himself. So you had to own one of those NFTs to be able to participate in that conference. 
And um, finally, Terra has just launched a new blockchain, which they now call Terra 2.0. And this is following the collapse of what I would call the Terra 1.0 ecosystem. So that's actually a developing story that we will keep our eyes on. And in fact, that whole story, we, we need to bring an expert to discuss actually what happened on the show. But yeah, that's right. all the Web3 headlines that we have for today, Lara. Yeah, speaking of Terra, I think there's a lot to discuss, even like on the collapse of like Luna and all of that. Um, but I'm sure we'll definitely bring in someone to um, talk about this further. Um, but yeah, thanks, Rose, for that. Um, we have a guest today, and his name is Miracle Otugo. And I'm going to let him introduce himself further as we go along. But I remember the first time I spoke to him, um, he mentioned that he had worked with the team um, that had created um, NFTs for Buju um, and who is a Nigerian musician. So thank you so much for um, joining this podcast, Miracle. Um, please do introduce. My pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, please introduce yourself. All right. Uh, yeah. Um... Miracle. I think I'll prefer to say I'm a door of things because I've like transitioned from like different uh fields. Mm-hmm. So I did like photography and branding for a while. Then uh properly did I still do, but like properly did documentary IT. And then I'm sort of focusing like on like 3D or 3D AR at the moment. So right now, I'll just say um, I'm a 3D artist and augmented reality creator at the moment. Uh, I currently have a job role as a 3D generalist for um, a metaverse company, a fashion metaverse company. Well, they've not necessarily like announced, so uh, I can't really say the name of the company at the moment. It was a Web3 company. And then... Uh, also part also part of the heads by well used formerly used to be called heads by Buju, but like it's now heads by benson he changed his name mm-hmm. from Buju to benson so yeah i'm part of the heads by benson team i joined as well i joined as primarily uh sort of like a consultant or i've sort of had to handle um duty for the team and help with um community too yeah that's pretty much yeah. right um miracle so i think the, the one of the very interesting things about like the nft web3 space is that it's it's still very new it's in its nascent stage so it's basically everybody coming from everywhere bringing their different skills to just try and build up the when i say the ecosystem so i think it's yeah. really really interesting that at this point nobody can claim they are like a web3 native just yet so exactly. that's actually interesting so before we we go further down right let's let's get everybody on the same page because nfts by themselves are would i say controversial yeah, they are. but yeah let's let's try and understand when when you say nfts right what are there how would you explain it to someone on the street okay yeah, pretty simple. Well, if you say, like, if you um, try to, like, maybe say the, there's an acronym for non-fungible token, but that doesn't help. So to properly explain what it is, I'd say NFTs are, first of all, they are tokens. That's one thing people don't get. They are actually tokens. So first of all, NFTs are tokens. And you can then describe them as tokens, which are containers, yeah? And these containers, you can place uh, media. So it's not just, I, there's the misconception that like, oh, like pictures, most people see pictures, art. So you can place media regardless of what it is, like whatever you could like view on your PC, on your phone, you can place that content in this container, which is a token you get. So all of this media can be placed inside this container and then that certain um, transaction is written and tracked on the blockchain. So the actual thing is people say it is uh, uploaded to the blockchain or it is uh, 
Yeah, it is not actually uploaded to the blockchain because the blockchain can't take that amount of data. So it's actually uploaded to a decentralized file system called IPFS. Right. Um, that's that really sounded a bit complicated, right? Um, well, Lara, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think it sounds interesting, oh, yeah. right? <laughs> so, like, okay, um, <laughs> thinking about someone who is like, so, I mean, let me just say based on my experience, before I um, got to understand NFTs, I would see pictures. Um, that where people say, oh, this is an NFT um, and download this NFT and it's just okay. a tag or a PNG picture. And for me, it's like, if everybody can have these pictures, why is it special and why do I have to pay money to get it, you know? So, okay, that's, that's, that's where the difference lies, like why like, you own the NFT because everybody can download the actual picture but like only one person owns it. Like you can't track like these other owners that downloaded. Like they all have it, but they don't like own the like the actual rights to the image. You get they don't not, not necessarily right, but they don't own the image. So it is minted on the blockchain, and it is on the blockchain. So it can always be tracked. Like when it is created, the owner like it is information such as like who created this. Like if someone buys it. Like you would know, like everything is like always visible there. So you can't have like multiple, multiple people owning that thing. Basically they have like that JPEG on, on their phones or like somewhere they have that, but they don't have the NFT. So the NFT is the actual token. So that is what is being tracked. So if you don't own the NFT, you don't own it. Like you can't prove your ownership. So that's what NFTs are. Like as much as everybody says, like many definitions. So. I would say like NFTs are, are um, tokens to prove ownership. So if yeah. you think of like the actual, yeah, that's actually the simplest way that if you just try to like say, oh, um, all of the blockchain bits, well, it's not necessary. It's not really necessary, but like these are tokens to prove ownership of anything, not just media, like literally anything. So you can have like an apartment Obviously, the apartment is not digital, but you can have an NFT that represents that apartment. You can have, we've had like examples of people sell like royalties of their song. So like, obviously, royalties are not something that's uh, digital she gets, but you have an NFT to represent that particular thing and it can be sold, it can be tracked. It doesn't even necessarily have to be sold. It can be tracked, like they know the owner when he changes hands. Like you always see all of that is like transparent and permissionless, basically. Yeah. So um I, I agree with you, Miracle. I think what you're trying to see, or I think the best way that I have personally understood NFTs is that they are not the object by themselves. Exactly. So an NFT is not a JPEG, it is not a video, it is basically a certificate of ownership so take for instance i sell you my picture and then i issue you an nft which is a token itself that basically proves oh you are the actual owner of this item that i am selling you or that i am giving you right and then of course the token exists on the blockchain which is open to everyone to see that whenever okay another person sells it to another person this is who sold it to who this is the current owner right so an nft itself is we could just call it like a certificate of ownership so it doesn't always mean an image or whatever it is so yeah that's that's actually very interesting so now talking about the values of nfts right because yeah. at first when someone hears about nft it can sound almost abstract because they tell you oh a gif can be an nft an image a very popular image that is going around on the web can be an nft and then like what's the value because i can just control s and save it on my laptop I mean, I own it too. So what's what's the value in it? Like, why would I want to pay all of that money for something that another person can simply just download at any time? Okay, that, that's a very good question. So 
Well, I would normally start to say like, like generally in the, in the NFC space, like values arbitrary. Like it comes like as much as like media who try to paint like the NFC thing as like something that sells for a lot of money. The value is actually um, arbitrarily backed. So like anything gives it value. Basically, when you compare like compared to the physical art world where like value is being um, <clears throat> tracked and backed by, I would say corporations, gallery houses and all of that. But like in this space, like anything gives like an NFT value, like basically anything. But so why would somebody want to own an NFT? So now I, I think that's like a question for like that setting NFT because I can't necessarily ask that for like it generally, but like I can speak on the use cases. So with NFTs, you own like not necessarily selling, you own your stuff. Because if you think of the Web2 world, when we have like the world, like the internet we currently use, you don't own your data. You upload, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, a video on YouTube. YouTube actually owns it. Or should I say Alphabet? That's Google, the parent company actually owns it. It's like you upload, for example, I make AR filters. When that is like, if it's like created on Snapchat or Instagram, they own, the corporation actually owns, they decide to take it down whenever they want. So you actually don't own your data in the real world. So that's when that's actually going to be like, I think the mass adoption of NFTs when people understand like it's not actually supposed to be created, totally supposed to be created to be sold. Basically, it's created so you own your stuff and it's actually tracked. So it's like a decentralized, I would say it's a decentralized way of sharing and like storing files. That's that's how I see it. I don't see it, I don't see it as like something uh people do well, people do to make money off it, like buying and selling it. But you, you can't do that for every NFT basically. So when uh, maybe you have a social media company trying to incorporate like NFT or they're trying to switch to the decentralized side, or I wouldn't say switch, but like they try to transition to the decentralized side, they would incorporate NFTs and think of um, sharing images, think of sharing videos, think of um, writings. All of this would be NFTs. So like it is being tracked, like you know the owner, uh, when it gets, doesn't have to be sold when it gets transferred or it gets into someone else's hand. You also know, you know, when it was created, like all of this information cannot be affected, like cannot be um, changed because it's on the blockchain and you can't necessarily change information on the blockchain. Like that's the whole point of the blockchain. So when you say uh, value, it actually depends on like that particular NFT. But like the good thing is like, it's a decentralized way of sharing like sharing everything basically, because it's going to be part of, in the future, I believe it's going to be part of like almost everything we do. Like we would basically, for now, like we have people who are early adopters, I would say the primitives, but in the future, like it's something that when the internet came and people didn't have to be actively participating, like they naturally like transitioned into like using the internet, like it just happened. It's like, my parents, they just started using smartphones. Like, it just happened. So, like, very soon, it's, like, it's just something that we would start, like, have to use in our, like, daily lives, basically. Yeah, and I really, really look forward to that. Um, I, yeah. I really just want to see people adopt these things and just start using it so people could actually feel their utility and i think in addition to the transparency which you spoke about which is everybody being able to see all who owns this and how it's able to move from one hand to another um yeah. i also like to think that for like for the people who actively purchase and own them i think maybe they could they see some value in but i say the emotional aspect of it like being able to lay claims something and say, oh, I own this. It's genuinely oh, mine. Like bragging rights. Bragging rights, yeah, that's the word. Bragging yeah. rights. Yeah. Because imagine yeah, you, own, you see that you own people an like... NFT to the Mona Lisa. Okay, go ahead, yeah. No, no, go, go ahead. Like, imagine you owned 
like the original Mona Lisa paintings. Eh? Yeah, for for things like uh, Mona Lisa, well, realistically, you can't necessarily like even if um, someone is capable of buying it. I don't think uh, whoever like has it now necessarily lets it go that way. I think something like that should be. That's when you think of like fractionalization, because like, like there's so many NFTs that are like super expensive, so no one person buys it. Like people come. We could use like an example, a DAO. So it all comes together. Maybe something is like really expensive. So they come together, they fund it like together and they buy that particular artwork. So, well, yeah, maybe if I'm capable of doing that, yeah, I can own like the Mona Lisa NFT. And for me, I, I'm someone that appreciates that. I don't know, I've, I've never seen that before. But owning the NFT, I think the most important thing is because it's like a really valuable um piece of art then own the nft to it so i can then most likely monetize it or resell it try to resell it i, I don't think it's something i want to own but i think the more realistic way of getting like the money size uh the fractional like nfts where like a group of people buy the nft so no one person owns it there's a certain like maybe a group of 30 or 20 people so they own a portion of the mona lisa so then if it gets if it gets resolved, the splits like based on how much like how much fraction of the NFC they own, they get like the splits from that. So that's being done like with regular ads, like um split NFTs on foundation. But yeah, that that's a good way to excel like really high, uh with very, very valuable assets, not just like paintings. Uh think of luxury items think of because this is actually how if you move away from art this is actually how we could like properly um <clears throat> utilize nfcs so you have like a watch how do you prove that this is the this is the, like you have a luxury watch how do you prove that this is the um authentic one so i own i own the nfc to Mona Lisa. so that proves that like i own also proves that I own the original one, basically. Because obviously people can, well, they can't have access to it. But if it's an ad, like people have access to it, they can recreate it. But like, obviously that won't be the original one. So if I'm imagining I have the Marisa, I'll probably most likely resell it. It's not something I want to have. Yeah, that's yeah. actually that's, <laughs> that's actually an important um, point that you brought up the democracy of ownership of stuff, especially on yeah. art. Because I have, I think of, between last week and this week, I have read of so many um, galleries doing that, um, basically mm. allowing people to own, like fractionalize most of their very expensive artwork and allowing many people to own them. So that's that's really amazing. So um, to the next point, right? I mean, yeah. people often associate NFTs with images, even in this conversation that we're having, we unconsciously have to like mention yeah. art a lot of times. So um, in your experience, right? I know you've also mentioned music NFTs, um, but what other forms of NFTs are currently in existence? Uh, currently in existence? Well, uh, Apart from that, there we have yeah, we have music, we have um, we have I would say three D files too. Yeah, I have three D files. I I wanted to call them AR NFTs, but I, I won't necessarily call them. I'll just say you have three D NFTs, you have music. There's recently been an announcement by um, what's her name, Miro. The the setting up like writing NFT. Thing. But before now, you could mint um, PDFs on some. I don't know why Ethereum doesn't, or maybe it's just OpenSea and like the popular Ethereum marketplaces. I know they don't support like PDF minting. But before now, you could mint um, like Cardano and Tezos blockchain. You could mint PDFs. So you have PDFs, NFCs, uh, what else possible? Um, well, you animation, animation still falls. Yeah, what do you say? Um, I've also heard about certificates where, like, um, if you do like an online course, 
yeah nfts as certificates for for that yeah exactly you have certificates too you could have royalties so well royalties are not like a digital item or a digital file but you could have an nft that presents the reality so maybe that nft is still an image but it represents reality so with, with that use case you have so many things you have um we had recently had a comic book we worked on so we had to because the actual comic book was pdf and we couldn't means the pdf so we had to create an nft that represents the actual comic book so when you get the nft by there's a there's a mechanism called token gating so when you own the nft you're always able to access that pdf because the nft is in your wallet so we could also say virtually anything you could have um deeds you could have there's a company trying to set up like a real estate for um like with nft so it's called satoshi island so they're building the building um they're having like actual building so people buy an nft and they own like this building basically so we, when they want to sell like the house they sell the nft and yeah they sell the building basically so well it might be a long list of things um like file types but in the end you can have like almost any item be an nft it just they can just be represented because we have even like in the real like if you use like the arts case people that do physical art so people that don't like draw with um um like a drawing tab or their laptop people that like draw on canvases for them, when they want to sell their NFT, they take a photograph or they scan it, so they digitize it. So they give, like, they create a digital version of it and means that NFT. So when they sold, they ship the actual um, physical art to the person that purchases the NFT. So with that use case, you could have, like, literally anything. There's a company um, I spoke to about, like, digital items. So is their way of linking like the physical physical items and digital items basically so you think of like i said luxury watches you you have like a physical like a physical luxury watch and you have an nft that represents it so they have a vote so if you want to um like sell that nft you go to them they have a vote which is obviously they should have like some sort of insurance so you give them the actual physical watch and they test you know like this is the authentic one and they store it for you and they list the nft so when someone picks it up like buys the nft the physical one is being transferred to them so you could have that with um fashion items too there's like uh, a physical actual fashion item and there's maybe a 3d file or like a 3D rendering or some like representation of that clothing. So people buy the NFT, they all they get the digital one where they could wear it as an AR and they can also get the actual dress. So well, if I just go ahead to like list all of like, well, I'll just be listing file types. But then again, like everything can be NFTs basically. That's what I believe. All right. Um, thank you. That was that was that was really helpful in at least understanding all of the possible use cases for um NFTs. Yes, I think like a better way to phrase like um the question is like maybe no necessary types, no necessary um um file types, but like maybe categories of NFTs. So there's the artwork. So Maybe the artwork would comprise of like the yeah, NFT arts. Then there's a uh, what's it called? There's the collectible. So people don't consider um, PFE projects. So the body, a lot of people don't consider those. Are, I do not consider those as arts. Those are um, PF profile picture projects. So that is like a category basically. So there's also like memes. So I don't know if you've heard of um, what is this? Um, Goblin Town. 
recently. It's sort of like a PFP project was, I would say it's a meme project. So it doesn't necessarily have like, doesn't have utility. They, or maybe now they can decide to add utility to it. That's the beautiful thing about NFT. You can always add utility to, to a particular NFT, like whenever you want to. But it wasn't a project that had utility. But I think last time I checked, it was like the floor price was like two Ethereum. Uh, so it recently like got valuable. So uh, that's sort of like another category. So like meme. Uh, we've had cases of um, um, uh, how to explain this? virtual world. So the actual the actual like world can be an NFT. So in the end, it's still a three D file, but you could say that's like a category. So you could have like metaverse, like virtual worlds as NFT. So there's fashion to so basically um, fashion NFTs. Um, you could also have what's it called? What's it called? ENS, ENS, domain names. You could mint domain names as NFTs. And I also think you can have websites. Well, apart from even a, a quick fix was like when I say, oh, you could create a representation of um, the website, something like maybe an image, mint it and use it to represent the website. But you could actually mint um, HTML files like JavaScript. So you could have websites as NFTs because we've had, um, I think it's Gary V. Yeah, you had this NFC that was like interactive where you could play a game while like instead of instead of having like an image as the NFT that you see on OpenSea, like while you're on OpenSea, you could actually play a game. So that was done with uh, JavaScript basically. So you could make like JavaScript files. Um video game assets, that that would still like go on to be 3D files or maybe JPEGs, maybe um PNGs, but these are like assets you'd own and you'll be able to use like a video game so i think that's pretty much it so well you could see like there are file types and they're like categories so i just sort of like listed like possibilities even avatar systems and there's this um there's this there's this there's this um performance so i think it's called name tag i'm, I'm not sure but i think it's name tag so that's a way of um, having like your identity as nfc's I would probably check that out, but yeah, I think it's name tag. They have like a yellow logo, so yeah, like these are like categories of NFTs. Where if you're saying like file types, then most of them usually like incorporate like different file types because if you consider like virtual worlds, it's like a 3D file. Then they also have like layout code, so you own the NFT and you're able to own like a land in that metaverse platform. For I can't just say it's one file type. So you just prefer to say it's a virtual land or metaverse NFT, basically. Yeah, so I'll just try to like properly um, expand on like the answer I gave last. So I think yeah, we'll right. move on. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. I think um, the TLDR of everything that you said, at least going by the specific categories that you mentioned is that almost anything, anything at exactly. all can, can be an NFT, which is great. So let's talk about um, the Benson NFT project. And that is if you're privy to talk about it. Um, yeah. and of course, he is, um, he is a music artist and i guess at some point i i i heard something about um files and music nfts but well anyways let's let's just zero it down to your experience right so can you give us like an overview of the project itself and their offering okay so the project is called heads by benson so it's well I would say it's, I'll, I'll consider it as access tokens, basically, because we're offering quite a few things. Like, I cannot just like narrow to one. So, well, we NFTs, people always ask about utilities. So, there, I would 
when I try to answer the question, I classify it as like two ways. So there's the physical, like the real world utilities, and there's the metaverse utility. So on on the real world side, because this is the project by um, Benson. So think of it as when you own it, you become a super fan, like the super fan of Benson. So you have special, I would say special benefits compared to, because obviously it has, it has fans, but when compared to like everybody, because you own it, you're, you are giving priority basically. So you're a super fan of Benson, you come first. So think of access, access to his music or release music, access to shows. So you don't have to buy, um, if he's like performing at a show, you don't have to buy tickets to that show if you have the NFT. We'll sort that out. So there's, there's, there's I would say, I mentioned token gating earlier. So that's supposed to be the way we sort out um, like tickets. So you own the NFC, you use your NFC to claim the tickets. But because of the issue with uh, having like different organizers and some of the shows are not, not actually his own show. So we can't necessarily like properly do it like in a um, totally smooth way. But well, if you own the NFT, you can always get your tickets anytime. Just let us know that's what he does. So when when like he has when he has like his own show, his headline headline would properly do it like a very like streamlined way. Just have the NFT. You go to a certain website to claim your ticket, and you're good to go. Be able to enter. So he actually added it to his rider for like every show. So for him to perform at any show, that that's part of the requirements. Like anybody holding the NFT should be able to come, like come to the show for free. So um. Yeah, so that's music. There's the possibility of having uh, music, maybe not now, but in the future, we're still looking at, because most, most music performers still like in the um, testing phase, beta phase, have a few. So we still consider that, but we're not really sure when that will come. But he did announce he would, he's interested in um, exploring like music NFT. So maybe, when he drops, he's, he's dropping a tape so he can maybe explore like creating a uh, like a, a deluxe version, like a very limited version that has some songs that are not in the original album that is going to streaming platform. Mm -hmm. Then people are able to pick that up. So for that, it's most likely be an auction, but there will be like, I would say priority to people that are already holding NFT. So apart from that, still real world, we have um, um, income sharing. So we could have that in royalties. Might not come this year too, but it's something we're still exploring where you own an NFT that represents a reality to a certain tape because he owns it. He's not signed to the label, I think. Well, even if he is, like he owns, he owns the right to his music. So he can he's in like the best position to do that where, okay, he says this certain percentage of the realities he gets from streaming platform, he can share that with his fans. For my information, you can probably just look at, uh, there's this platform called Royals, Royals by Blau. So Blau is spelled as three, then L-A-U. So Royals by Blau is a platform that helps um, uh, musical artists like share realities from their music. I think Nas, Nas did that some time ago. Then recently, Chainsmokers also had also had um, that too. Mm -hmm. So um, we were also doing a, a, a Mac, a Mac drop sometime. That was still on the physical side. There are going to be events. He recently had like a mix-up where people holding the NFT, that was like sometime in March or February, they, he like, he sorted out a restaurant, like he, um, what's the word? I'd say he booked the place for the whole day and like holders were just able to come there, hang out with him. He performed on a release song, um, Kilometer before it was, before it dropped. So he performed the re 
was it Kilom yeah, Kilometer and um, the one with Fields. He performed like already songs there with fans. They were able to like talk to him. And yeah, so that's like on the physical side. There's a list of those. Probably can't mention all of them at the top of my head. There's also something with um VAS, the value added services, where um he, he sets up uh collateral and the income, the income gotten from that can be easily split with holders. So that's mostly um mech job. Yeah. Then there's also a great great I'll say creators fund. So 10% of like the primary sale would be um is being put into a fund to support um a creative project that'll be like that'll be selected by the community. So I think it's selected based on uh vote, uh probably voting most likely, but the community chooses that. So now on the metaverse side, I, I just listed like physical. So on the metaverse side, we've got uh uh a play space. So play space is basically representation of Benson's career in the outside web three. So we have, so it's not necessarily like a place, but like we we'll say you, you could have like a version of it anywhere. So on the discord, there's a special channel that only holders have access to where he can come by and play or release music talk to his fans, text step, there's a certain space called play space. Well, I'm working on an actual world. I think I, I shared that recently on my Twitter. So it's a play space where holders can come to, like an actual virtual world where holders can come to, like with their own avatar system, walk around. You can have music there, you can have like, uh, NFTs like NFTs displayed. So it's like an actual virtual space. People can always come by, like drop by anytime. And there's also what we try to do where, well, after that play space drop, we could have like a portion where holders have like their own play space where they can like decorate it to their taste, like drop, like hang up NFTs, like a gallery for them, basically. So well, the place space consists of like anything that represents like Benson, like in the digital side. So there's also AR filters. There was a recent one that was for that was a game for degrees of kilometer. Um then right. there's also yeah, what'd you say? Yeah, I'm 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 following along. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So well. We also plan to sometimes to purchase um metaverse land in perhaps the central land, one of those um you know, maybe more than one. So like having like their own like our own uh portion in any of the any of the um established metaverse platform. So now one one we're testing it is monoverse. So many of us creators can actually build their own world and deploy it as an NFT, and people can get into that world. So we're doing we're doing that. I think also maybe the music NFT can also be on the metaverse side too because they are NFTs. But I I might have pretty much listed most of those. Yeah, I think it I sounds. Think like so. Sounds quite interesting. Um, I personally have an interest in the music NFT space, but I because I think that it will help musicians to know their fans um, better. Um, so I was yeah. excited when you mentioned um, Benson um, doing that with his fans, like um, setting up a space where they could come listen to unreleased music, speak to him. I'm sure they definitely will like um share their opinion on like his work how it could be better so yeah i think that's yeah, really interesting and I, I like the idea of it um so like for people who want to learn more about nfts what resources would you recommend that could help well resources to be honest i think i think well if you because the space is pretty much new. So doing like Google searches, YouTube searches, like I, I don't think they help as much. Mm -hmm. And 
Well, there are a few things like I, I can share, like some choices I can point to, but I think the best way to actually learn is to like find maybe a community because the actual information in this space are with people. You most likely learn more like off Twitter spaces or off like Twitter threads. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, maybe some um, what are those things called um, newsletters. Yeah. So right. I think best way is like maybe you find a community like a Web3 community or DAO just, I know some DAOs you, you can just participate by just becoming a part of it. So uh, find, most like you just find a community and be open-minded and just try to ask questions and learn, like follow people or try to follow the right people and yeah, find a community. That, I, I, that was the quickest way for me to learn basically because Google searches didn't help as much. They probably didn't even explain things well where like it's just Google searches. Like when you have someone speaking in spaces and you come up to ask questions to like properly like understand like what they say. So for now, I feel like I'll say the information are like with people like, yeah, basically. So it's most likely finding people, people that create content um, like this podcast to now. Yeah, if you... Um, I know another podcast, maybe not necessarily related like NFCs and NFCs, but like tech podcast. Uh, there might be, maybe there might be a YouTube channel or someone's working on something, but I think I found one properly that works. Uh, you probably find a little bit in tech, like tech YouTube, but I think the best way is by participating. Yes, you probably have to learn of participating to join the community. Right. Yeah. Um, I think I mean Twitter is a very low hanging fruit. Um, yeah, Twitter. Follow people that. Yeah, Twitter, are... Reddit, Discord, that, yeah. but Twitter is the best place. Right. Sure. Um, how about platforms? Platforms that a curious person could download to see what these NFTs are, get a little, um, a fair sense of like what they look like, um, and how to like just checking that out. Um, what what NFT platforms would you like recommend that people you know download? Okay, uh, I think the most accessible one is OpenSea. Yeah. So there's OpenSea, there's Variable, there's well, I'd say that I would classify them into like two types. So there's the ones that are like open, like available to the public, like even if you're not like even if you're, you actually want to test it out, like mean something. Because I know a friend that he does like certain type of sketches that he doesn't want to sell, but he sees like NFCs as a way for him to like back up, like store. So he mints them and doesn't list them for sale. Probably, I think it's even possible to hide them. So he just mints like these sketches, like um, technical sketches. So yeah, OpenSea is like a platform where you can actually just like literally mint that when you go through it and you go like for me personally i don't think any platform does does this thing well well where you can actually browse through like find nfts like it's all really difficult i think it's a general web 3 thing of how like the user experiences so yeah. well OpenSea is good for platforms that are like open for anybody open sea variable uh uh makers I think Maker's Place, Mintable. Oh, these are the ones on Ethereum. Yeah. Yeah, a few, a few on Solana. I, I, I hardly, hardly use, I've got Solana, but I hardly minted anything, check that out properly. But I, I'll just say, because like currently, the Ethereum ones, and all this don't matter. Like the chain doesn't matter. I believe they don't matter. Like Polygon, like whichever chain you decide to choose. Because I know like, there are definitely people that like when they see like NFTs on like a different thing, like they're not interested or like it's, ah, it's like sort of not they feel like maybe it's not NFT or like I don't know how it feels. Like there's a problem with people's perception of like the chains. But due to like the chain doesn't matter, just find like a chain that like maybe solves your problem that works for you. Right. That you've researched on and you like and just build like. Whatever you want to do, just find the chain that you think works. Like it doesn't matter if a lot of people. There's like the mob mentality in this space. So 
people are just like like following they don't have like opinion of their own just following like people so like just find a chain because what 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 the future plan is like is for all of this to be interoperable where like you can actually move assets like regardless of which chain it is so i don't think the chains will matter in the future so yeah so i'm just going to like just mention the three ones because like those are the most popular ones now so mintable open c open c supports solana i said open c supports solana now okay so i i mentioned other ones mintable variable um make us please then those those are the ones that are like open for anybody to like just come and mint but then they are the ones that are i would say are created platforms so you can't necessarily just go like and um just like mint like just mint stuff is created so sort of like how clubhouse is like you need an invite to be able to like use clubhouse i don't know if it's still that way but yeah created so like they are like there's probably like a team that like approves and checks like what artist is able to like mint or this platform and use this platform so foundation needs to be that way where you need invites from another creator or someone else to be able to mint on foundation but recently they opened it for all. I don't know why. But yeah, they recently opened it for all. So foundation still falls on that, like that's open C uh, then open categories. But um super rare is one platform that is created. Then I think yeah super rare is probably the only for I would say foundation. Then Nifty Gateway. I think Nifty Gateway is also created in a way. Um which other ones? I think I probably mentioned the ones I know, like from I probably like the most used ones off the top of my head. But I know I know Lava Labs or they had like a special one for CryptoPunks. So the whole marketplace thing, it might just dissolve. Not necessarily dissolve, but it might not be like marketplace because people can actually like create, like add a DAP, um, like add a like a tap for like the NFT platform to their websites. So Rarible is doing something where people can actually create their own marketplace for like a certain projects or like what they want. But like the list of marketplaces I mentioned that for like general. So they're obviously specialized like um, for maybe music, you could check sound XYZ, there's Mint Song, there's I think Async Labs, I'm not sure, but like those ones are like the ones for uh, music NFTs. Then oh, there's the Axiom. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I was mentioning that there's also Audios, um, which is yeah, like yeah, yeah. Main Audios, yeah. Yeah, I recently found out those. Yeah, Audios. Then there's well, if there's a game like you play to end game or like a game generally. The marketplace will most likely be in their website. So you probably just find content that like tailored to them, like Axie. Axie Infinity is a crypto game. So they have like the Axie marketplace. Um, the central land is, I consider it as a game, like a crypto game. But it's like maybe people consider that as a metaverse, but like they have like their own marketplace too. So the central land marketplace. So uh, are quite a lot, actually a lot of these marketplaces. I think these are the ones I can just like mention now. Sounds good. Um, and so you mentioned a bit, you spoke a bit about um, the future of NFTs, which is um, the interoperability. Um, yeah. I mean, we can switch platforms. It's the same NFTs anyway. Um, and I actually like, I am on board with that. I think that, I mean, that should be where we're going. Um, but what are the other things that you, um, what are your other predictions for the future for of NFTs given the current um, landscape? Okay. Well, I think it is something there'll be, well, when we see um, big corporations try to get into it, that would, um, bring about like mass adoption because Facebook is testing NFTs 
with um with uh with the the polygon blockchain. So I really don't know what they're trying to do, but like I don't know exactly how it works, but well they can I said Facebook Meta, yeah. Meta is testing NFC, so Instagram, Facebook. So you could have like more people. There would definitely be more people using NFTs that would have well digital items. So we have like more um people buying physical stuff like with like NFTs, basically, like what Tesla is doing. Would have more uh, we'll have like a different I'll say a different form of art. So because of like the whole metaverse play, how um, we have like virtual, a lot of virtual worlds, we can have or have people create art in like the VR space. Like you actually like wear the VR glasses and create art there. So I believe there will be like um, a new, I'll say a new form of like art, like art creation and like a new form of way to, a new way to, maybe not a new way, but like we'll have like more people using these methods to access um, art. So VR, so creating art of VR, creating art with um, artificial intelligence and having them being sold as NFTs. Then I, I believe we'll also have, uh, what's it called? Well, with adoption, we have, I, I think it's really not so great for like African people and black people, how like the money goes. So I think in the future, there'll be, there'll be more, that's like a prediction on my part, but I think there'll be more, I'll say demo, demo like who accesses ads, like who acts, has access, because when people make ads here, like you make art here, it's not so easy to like get someone like on the other part of the continent to see it. So um, I think the word here is democrat democratization. So we'd have um, more access. Like you have, you'd have more people having access to art that would, they would normally not have access to. We would have um, like the lines between who creates ads, who's an artist, I think is going to be blurred. Like how Instagram changed the way photographs are being perceived. Because mm -hmm. before now, it's like, is it positive on the positive and the negative side? But like, there's a lot is going to change, like on the art conversation, anyways. So there'll be there'll be times for different forms of arts, like. There'll be times where like music NFTs will boom. I believe there'll be times where like certain type of NFTs, because when you first started, it was more on like properly art, like actual digital art. We weren't having like a lot of photographs sell like like this time last year. But like from like November, December, we had uh more people buying photography and people were beginning to acquire like photography NFTs. And OpenSinner even created a category for that. So, well, there will be a time for like a different, like proper category. They will all have their times. Cause at the moment it, it changed, like it changed really drastically. Cause when NFT started, it was most likely people making one of one art that was uh, selling, like making more money off it. Then there was like a shift to PFPs. And I think it's still, we're still there where like, bulk of like liquidity is being circulated there in that PFP circle and like if like a little bit trickles down to like one of one artist but then it's still like you buy like a really expensive or you sell a really expensive PFP project um PFP NFT then they'll most likely use the fund to get from that to buy like maybe other PFP project that you think will make more money like would 3x or 5x well, just a few people. So I think the liquidity still stays there for PFPs. But well, I, I believe in the future, because of how like art is valued, it's not the same way. I, I, I believe like a lot of PFP projects are not going to be, I would say 10 to zero, but I know it's going to be as valuable like in, in like the future. So it's still art, art still stands. So we'll see the transition. Because for me, I think the tech is, 
if you create art at this point in time, like whether there's a price point on it or like there's what's the word, whether there's like um you you list it for sale or whatever, it's going to be value value going to be more valuable in the future based on like the time at which it was minted, basically. So right. yeah, I just guess more adoption, um, different forms of creating and experiencing art, then uh democratization of art who creates it who's an artist who sells it and all of that sounds good and i think this is a good way to um end this episode so thank you so much miracle for coming to the podcast um and, and then i mean just a very quick one um so for people who want to get into the nft space and create is this still a good time yeah, it's always it's always a good time. I, I believe is there's yeah, I, I think there's always a this is actually the best time. Well, I, I don't know what context you're asking the question. Are you asking because like we're in a bear or in a bear market? Yeah, exactly. Or okay. Yeah, this is I feel this is the best time. Like it is it is during the bear market where that's where people actually calm down and like build. So people are focusing on like trying to buy or trying to form in or trying to like get what is like really good or trying to sell stuff. I think they are more focused on building and creating like innovating. So, well, this is actually the best time to like get into like for me, I believe it's the best time to get into the space. Like even like if you're not even here to like create art, I, I believe this is the best time to like try to understand that you can't necessarily like properly understand if you don't do like if you don't learn by actually doing mm-hmm. basically but then don't like don't invest like what your um <laughs> willing invest what's your yeah invest what you're willing to lose like okay. if it goes like yeah it won't hurt you so yeah you could like just try to explore like is it even bigger than like nfc's nfc's like web3 in general like this is a good time to like maybe join it out like observe there are, there are, like i would say there are lots of job openings but people don't see or it's not it's not really open to like people you probably have to be in the community to know like oh they're looking for a community manager or oh they're looking for like a ux is most likely announced inside like their discord or something sometimes off social media you find it but i believe it's, it's bigger than like just just nfts nfts like me for example i i have like profited more from working on projects than actually selling nfts so oh well, this is a good time to like learn so learn like what you'd what you would like need for like the future like if you're going to like work in a web company, you don't necessarily need to learn like something crazy like smart contracts. It's just like basic understanding and you just apply what you know. Like I hate the term NFT artist because like you're just an artist. You're not like it's not a different thing. You're just an artist making NFTs. Like people try to say NFT um web developer, sorry, or web three web developer, like you're a web developer, like you're just applying this skill, like in this space, like you're still the web developer, there's no difference. So like you just necessarily be doing like what you do in the real world, like in the web two world, basically you're just doing the same thing there. It's just, it's just like maybe uh, different applications or you're doing like, for example, architects now, architects will be actually be the ones but. A lot of them don't know. They're actually the ones that are supposed to like be like the metaverses because mm-hmm. we have more like 3D artists in this space. But like architects and actually profits because you're building, if you're going to build like something in the real world, it's actually more difficult building the real world because you have to account for things like uh, wind direction, um, stress. Um, like you can't have a floating house in the real world based like in the real world but you can have that in the metaverse so you're free to like do stuff like in the metaverse so they can basically just you know do what they do like it's just that it soon gets created they won't have to like they will soon like get created built like properly in 
like in the metaverse, you just have to like upload a file and set it up, like all up to you. What's the word? Physics. Yeah. But then it's still the same thing they do. They're just doing it in a different space and like they're applying it differently. Right. And it's actually a lot, a lot easier. So I, I would say like not just NFTs, like anybody can get into Web3, like doing what they normally do. Right. On a different basic level, understanding. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I, I think yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, thank you so much, Miracle, for coming to the podcast. How can people find you? Okay. Um uh, Twitter, Miracle to go. Then Instagram, Black Poser, like Black Full Stop Poser. Okay. Yeah, this is, this is pieces, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if there was more you were going to say. Um, but if there is, um, I mean, please feel free. I feel like I caught you there. Yeah, uh, I've actually, I've actually lost my your train of uh, my train of thought. Yeah. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure, no problem. There is like there was so much to learn um on this, and we really appreciate your depth um of knowledge in the nft space so guys please follow miracle on twitter you'll see it on the show notes miracle um otugo also please follow the podcast on whatever platform that you are listening on so podcasts have changed these things from um subscribing to follow so just um click on the follow button also follow us on twitter at the burst pod also on instagram at the burst podcast and feel free to share any web three questions that you want us to address via DM or uh, send your mail to at the bus podcast at gmail.com. So thank you everyone. Um, and see you at the yeah. next episode. Is Rose still here? <laughs> yes, she's here. Okay. Okay. <laughs>